105 WPTI, the Piedmont's news, talk, and sports station. This is the Wealth Guardian Show. My name is Doug Ray, where it's all about the health, wealth, and freedom. You need to live life your way. Well, we're back in for another uh, great show today. And as always, let me uh, let me set it up by saying uh, thank you and saluting our uh, folks who who wear the uniform for us. Uh, we want to thank you so much for all you do and your sacrifices out there. You know, some people hate them, others love them, and can't imagine retirement without at least one. But do you really understand what they are and how they work? I'm talking about annuities. And today's guest, author of the book, Pensionize Your Nest Egg, knows them inside and out. Today, Alexandra McQueen will give you true clarity on what an annuity is and is not. And you'll finally know if you're a good candidate for using the centuries-old tool in your retirement plan. Before I get to uh, Alexandra, I want to just kind of talk a little bit about what's going on in the marketplace, because it seems like every day we wake up and we either see the markets up uh, on the Dow 100, 200 points, or it's down 100 and 200 points. And and in fact, if you look at the charts uh, on on the market indices, what you're seeing there is uh, pretty much a churning market since the first of the year. We're literally not much above uh, where we started at January the 1st. There's much talk about that, much to do about that. And one of the problems that's been going on, as we all know, is a situation that's trying to be resolved with Greece. One day they say it's resolved, the other day they say it's not resolved. If you've been a longtime listener of this show, you know I've told you for years now, Greece is never going to get solved. They'll just kick that can down the road as far as they can, as long as they can, until eventually they can't kick it anymore. I don't know if we're there yet, but I think it's getting closer than, than it was. There's a lot of concern right now with the, with the market where it's at. Um, there's a lot of uh, indications that we're at a market top, and uh, there's the divergence between the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the Dow Transports. Uh, it's a chief concern because that divergence is, is pretty large. It will have to get resolved in one fashion. Either the transports are going to have to come up and, and, and meet the, the industrials and continue higher, or... The industrials will actually roll over, come down, and and meet the transports. And if they fall below the October low, then that's a trend change signal for Dow theory, which means we probably have a uh, long-last, a market top in place for, for this market. Interest rates have been moving up a little bit. We had a crazy move in the 10-year Treasury at the 1st of June. In three days, it went from 2.1% to 2.4%, which caused a 3% loss in the value of that 10-year Treasury bond. That's a big, big move, folks. It may not sound like a lot to you, but it's a huge move. And gold, precious metals. Well, they met their high in 2011. They've been coming down ever since. And, you know, they seem to want to try to bottom out and move back up a little bit. But every time gold pokes its head above 1,200, something smacks it right back down to 1180, 1170 area. And that's where it seems to kind of want to bottom out at. Well, that's pretty much for the market this week. Stay tuned later in the show. I'm going to tell you about next week's guest, and we're going to talk a lot about the market at that time. Also, I want to remind you, next uh, July the 4th, our show is going to be moving to 2 o'clock on Saturdays. We're moving up, stepping up in life. So 2 p.m. July the 4th is when our new show time will be. You don't want to miss that show either. I'll tell you more about that as we come up. And also, like us on Facebook. We've got the Wealth Guardian Show on Facebook, so like us there. Now, back to my guest, 
Alexandra McQueen holds the CFP designation and has worked in multiple facets of the wealth management industry in Canada, including as a registered advisor and more recently in market and strategic planning. She is also the co-author with Dr. Moshe Maleski of the book Pensionize Your Nest Egg. And at this time, I would like to welcome Alexandra into the show. Hey, Alexandra. Good uh, good morning or afternoon. It is one of those, that's for sure. Where <laughs> it's this afternoon down here in the, in the south. Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> hey, well, let's let's go ahead and get right to it. Uh, you know, not everyone really knows what an annuity is, so help us out with that. Well, at the most basic level, in your introduction, you talked about annuities as products that are hundreds of, year, hundreds of years old. And at the most basic level, that's exactly what they are. It's just a handover. I hand over some of my assets to an insurance company, and in exchange, they give me an income for as long as I'm alive. Very good. So then what is not an annuity? Well, your nest egg is not an annuity. Your retirement savings accounts are not an annuity. Uh, your retirement home is not an annuity, but those are all things that might provide income in retirement. And structured properly, they, they should provide that income for you for, for the rest of your life. But the, the, the key difference between each of those things that we just listed and the annuity is the annuity is the thing with the guarantee to provide the income for the rest of your life. Now, let me take a minute to distinguish between that classic annuity that I just described is very simple. I give the insurance company money. They give me income. Uh, so there's, that's one form, this classic form. And then, of course, there are variable annuities, which can be very complex. Yeah, and there's one, uh, one thing about the immediate annuity that I, I find that uh, people still believe all the time is that if uh, they have one and they pass away prematurely that uh, they they lose all that money that they gave the uh, the insurance company why don't you dispel that myth for us well so at the most as i said before the most basic level it's very simple promise i give the insurance company money they give me income but we can layer that product with many different kinds of guarantees so I could arrange to have some of my money returned to me if I die before a specified period has passed, or I could assign that income to another person, a survivor, if I die before a specified period has passed. And with the variable annuity, I don't have to irreversibly hand over the funds to the insurance company. I can retain control of them and just turn on an income rider. But all of those guarantees come at a cost. No doubt about that. So we've mentioned the immediate annuity. We've talked about the variable annuity. There's two other varieties of annuities. Why don't you tell us about those? Well, the next one is our deferred annuity. So this is, again, very similar to our basic concept. It's just that the income doesn't start now. It starts at some point in the future, which might be five years, 10 years, even 15 years from now. And then there's also the indexed annuity, correct? Yes, this is a, uh, it's not necessarily a new product, but it's certainly one that's been garnering a lot of attention over the last few months to years. You know, I want to let uh, our listeners know, Alexandra, you're in Canada, you're in Toronto, and I'm not sure up in Canada, uh, have they introduced legislation to put into effect uh, the, uh, the QLACs? 
Not yet. We look, we look uh, sometimes longingly and sometimes anxiously at what the annuity market is doing in the U.S. Uh, because we don't have access to the same range of products. So for our listeners, let me define what a QLAC is because it really is relatively new. Basically, what this type of annuity is designed to do is to kind of sort of like a, uh, you plant a seed in the ground and it sits there and it, and it gathers uh, energy and growth and then in the springtime it, it just bursts out of the ground and flowers and everything. That's what this type of annuity is designed to do. It's supposed to, to flower income in the later years of your life. So it sits there for years and years and years, maybe even 30 years in a retirement account and then maybe at 75 or 80 years of age, that's when it kicks on its income stream. And it's designed because we are living a much longer lifespan. It's designed to make sure that we don't run out of income in in the latter years of of our life. So we have a lot of different choices when designing retirement plans uh, around, uh, around annuities. Now, Alexandra, you know, inevitably there's somebody out there who's listening today who truly dislikes them. Uh, and I'm talking about annuities. So why do you think that might be? Oh, well, there's, to me, there's no mystery to that. You know, these things are often are in the past. Certainly they've been oversold. They've been sold to the wrong people. Maybe they've been sold by the wrong people. Uh, they've been sold to people who don't understand what they bought. They've been sold by people who don't understand what they're selling. And I can tell you in my career, I have seen a, an awful lot of that. We, we've had uh, situations where we've had advisors in the states who really have uh, no idea of, of what they're doing in terms of selling annuities. But thankfully, due to regulation and continue, continuing education requirements and things like that, uh, most of these types of advisors are being uh, weeded out of, uh, out of the system. But, uh, well, this is why my co-author and I would, you know, go ahead and write a book about how to use annuities in a retirement income plan. So I know I've focused on very basic terms, but uh, there are complex products and complex decisions people need to make, and we wanted to add some very basic explanation of here's the things you need to consider in retirement, and is an annuity one of those things you might want to add to your nest egg? We're up against a break right now. And, Alexandra, when we come back, we're going to get into your book and talk about it. And uh, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. This is The Wealth Guardians. My name is Doug Ray. Today's guest is Alexandra McQueen, author of Pensionize Your Nest Egg and How to Use Product Allocation to Create Guaranteed Income for Life. Well, Alexandra, we were talking about the different types of annuities uh, in the last segment. Tell us, how long have annuities been available? Well, in classic form, you know, these things go back all the way to the Napoleonic Wars, right, where soldiers would receive an annuity or a payment for life in compensation for their military service. So if we look at just the basic concept of uh, receiving an income for life in exchange for something, uh, we have hundreds of years of experience. So who sold these things before insurance companies did? Well, it's interesting. 
interesting. There's this concept of the tontine, which you sometimes hear about in sort of murder mysteries, the idea that a group of investors pool their funds and the last survivor takes whatever's left in the pot. But those aren't, that's like a, an annuity without an insurance company. Insurance companies have been selling these things for a couple of hundred years in different forms. And, and two, aren't there some like fraternal organizations that, uh, that sell them? For sure. This is this idea of you can have uh, income, even lifetime income, without an insurance company. You can have people band together and provide an income stream or a return to all of the participants, mm-hmm. which could be like an annuity. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about your book that uh, you co-authored with uh, Dr. Bileski, and uh, it's called Pensionize Your Nest Egg, How to Use Product Allocation to Create Guaranteed Income for Life. Now, during the break, you were telling me you actually worked with uh, Dr. Moshi Molesky for a, a little while. And uh, for those uh, listening in, uh, Dr. Molesky is a, uh, a renowned expert in, in income planning, annuities, and so forth. And he was also an adjunct professor uh, when I took the um, uh, Registered Investments uh, Retirement Income Certified Professional course through the American College, and I just thoroughly enjoyed uh, that part that he he taught. Talk a little bit about working with a good doctor. Oh, well, I feel like Moshe is the person who really trained me to think about uh, retirement income problems and to think about how to think through financial problems in general. It's like, uh, imagine however long your course was with him, and imagine having that be your work day every day for a couple years, and that's what my experience was like. Now, that's probably uh, an incredible experience. Um, you know, my, I, I thoroughly, like I said, thoroughly enjoyed that course, and, and it ended way too too quickly for me. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine working with them. Now, let's get back to the book. Tell us what why you wrote the book, what it's about, and, and how can somebody use it. Well, let's think about how you started the show, talking about market movements. You know, this index is up and that index is down, and here's what might happen in the future. Now, you and I may be very interested in that conversation. We may love to follow markets. We may be interested in those conversations until the day we die. But there are lots of people who are not. You know, they rely on professionals to help them build their nest egg. And then we hit retirement. We've got to turn that nest egg into a source of income. So if you don't want to pay attention to markets, uh, you know, today, when you're 65, when you're 85, how can you protect yourself from market risk without paying attention to the movements of this and that every day? Well, one idea is to add some guaranteed income to your portfolio to provide that security that you cannot outlive. And I think that's an important concept for, for folks to understand, especially, uh, you know, if we look back at uh, the past 15 or so years and the market movements there, you know, we had uh, two uh, 50% uh, drawdowns in the, in the market, and having that guaranteed income in place to, to let you weather that storm is so important. You know, the book is not about go out and take your retirement savings and put 100% of them into some kind of annuity the moment you leave the workforce. It's about uh, trying to introduce people to, hey, these are the risks you're going to face when you're no longer contributing to that nest egg, right? Unless you want to go back to work or, you know, sell an asset, you've got to create income out of this nest egg that you've accumulated. And it, you just said it yourself, two big, big drawdowns. Do you want to be exposed to that? Are you prepared to keep that risk 
in your portfolio, or would you like to balance your nest egg across these different categories of products to find the balance that's right for you? If you just joined us, this is the Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, and our guest today is Alexandra McQueen, author of Pensionize Your Nest Egg, How to Use Product Allocation to Create Guaranteed Income for Life. You know, it's uh, interesting. I think back to my first few years in this business, uh, starting back with uh, Merrill Lynch in, in the late 80s, early 90s, and the way we created income out of retirement accounts for people back then was basically we'd either uh, set up a dividend stream or some kind of a laddered bond portfolio or, for, for you know, you just mentioned a minute ago, sell off assets to create the income that was needed. Now it's just, it's a whole lot more um, technical, I guess, is the word, and how we create lasting and guaranteed income for people. Alexandra, who's a good candidate for buying an annuity? You know, it's there's two ways to think about it. One is the behavioral. So a good candidate might be somebody who simply is worried about running out of money before they run out of life. So even if you or I could look at that person's portfolio and their situation and say, you know, you're not really at risk of running out, I think you'll be fine, they may feel comforted by the idea that it's not me saying they think they'll be fine, that the insurance company is willing to put a guarantee around that. Another person might be somebody who doesn't really have an estate motivation. You know, I'm not planning to leave anything for people. I just want to maximize what I can spend as long as I'm alive. Another kind of person might be somebody who's, who is, they have an asset base, but they're cutting it closer to the bone than they would like. So if, if I can't tolerate volatility in my income stream in retirement, if I add a guarantee, I remove some of that volatility. I can keep going. Another person might be somebody who's worried about living a very long life. You know, maybe mom lived to 102 or dad lived to 99, and they think, well, I know I, I'm okay to 90, but what if, in the extreme case, I live to 105? And, you know, we're seeing more and more of that all the time. I mean, my my uh, my wife's grandfather, I talked about him all the time, but he made it to 104, and he was driving at 102, so uh, it's quite common now. It's quite common, and it's going, we think it's going to be increasingly more common. So, no, there's you and I thinking about living a very long life. My kids may live, you know, by the time they reach retirement age, retirement might last to age 100, or not retirement, but life might last till age 115, 120. Exactly so. Well, turning back to the annuity concept, uh, we've talked about four, even five, if you want to add the, uh, the QLAC in there. Alexandra, do you believe, is there one or two annuities that you would never recommend? Uh, it's hard to rule out any one category of annuity. When I look at the range of products, I can see that they're designed to fit specific situations or specific preferences. However, what I will say is that I don't think the plain, immediate annuity gets enough love. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up, because what I want to do now with the plain immediate annuity, because it, you know, I, I guess financial advisors like myself just think it is too plain. Um, but let's talk about that in terms of the of the the uh, mortality credits and the guaranteed income. Explain mortality credits and how that works for uh, a person who invests in an immediate annuity. We talked a few minutes ago about this idea of a tontine, kind of everybody groups their assets together and then everybody can draw out the return. 
and then the last person surviving gets to keep whatever's remaining. So at the most basic level, that's how mortality credits work, that you and I and other people put our funds together with the insurance company, and they pay out and they pay out, but when I die, then whatever's left from what I put in remains and is distributed to the people who are surviving, and that is the source of the additional return in the annuity beyond whatever the investment return is. And that's a powerful concept to wrap your mind around, but uh, the fact of the matter is these mortality credits do help extend the, uh, the, the guaranteed income stream. I want my listeners to think about the immediate annuity as basically a pension. You're creating a pension for your retirement, and I guess that's kind of back to your book. That's what you're talking about. You're pensionizing your nest egg. You're buying a personal pension. It used to be, you know, we would leave work and the transition to retirement was seamless because you got a work paycheck and then you suddenly got a retirement paycheck. And given that that's happening for fewer and fewer people, the basic premise of the book is, hey, would you like, would you like to buy a personal pension? Does that fit in your plans? Let's take a look. You know, I've always told my clients there's there's no perfect investment out there, and there you know you can't just say that any one investment that it's it's bad. You can't use it or that kind of thing. I think at the right time for the right people, all of these different investment tools have a place in their portfolio. And that's why we would have this concept of product allocation: a little bit of this, a little bit of that according to your preferences and your situation. Mm-hmm, exactly so. Well, what's the right age for a person to consider uh, investing in, in an annuity? Well, it's probably not at retirement. or it's, it's something that you might start gradually when you hit retirement, and then you could speed up or add more to the annuity stream as you aged. I like to think about... You know, thinking for myself or somebody who might ask me for advice, maybe let's start with a little bit at 65, and we can annuitize a bit more at 75, and then maybe a final annuity purchase at 85. This is a very efficient way to take advantage of those increased mortality credits, so the higher payouts, when you're buying at later ages. And the times that you buy at later ages... um you might have to correct me here. I don't know if they have this in Canada, but you can get here in the States, I know, a medically underwritten annuity. We would call them impaired annuities, yeah. Okay. You can You can potentially get much higher payout if you, depending on the state of your health. Exactly. What we're talking about that is uh, if you have a uh, health situation, you might be able to get a, uh, a much higher payout ratio in that situation, it's the opposite of, of a life insurance underwriting, really. It's hard to say it this way, but in a case like that, you're wanting to be in bad health to get the higher cash flow payout. You know, there are, our idea behind the book was to explain these concepts in a simple way so that the complex decisions like, hey, should I take an impaired annuity? Should I get the fixed indexed annuity? Which kind of annuity is right for me? That you can take those to an advisor who can confidently guide you to the right specific products. Exactly so. Well, here we are up against another break. We'll be back and have some more conversation about annuities with Alexander McQueen in a moment. This is the Wealth Guardians on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. 
This is the Wealth Guardians with Doug Gray on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's news, talk, and sports station, where it's all about the health, wealth, and freedom. You need to live life your way. Today's guest, we have Alexandra McQueen. She is the author of Pensionize Your Nest Egg, How to Use Product Allocation to Create Guaranteed Income for Life. Today's show, folks, has been annuities, 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 everything about annuities, all types of annuities. Alexandra works with uh, Dr. Moshe Malevsky, and he also co-authored that book with her. Alexandra, let's uh, let's uh, tell uh, the folks how how to get your book if they want to uh, to get it and read it. It's probably just one click on Amazon.com. Just take a look for Pensionize. We we trademarked that uh, word, so nobody else is writing books with that title. There you go. Just uh, Pensionize it. Put it in the search and. It'll pop right up. Now, back to talking about annuities, uh, because obviously uh, you are uh, an expert in them. Uh, Are there any product changes or features that you'd like to see more of or less of? Well, one of the things that I think we're going to see more of in the future, and I would certainly love this to come to Canada, is the capacity to buy just the income rider. So instead of handing over my assets to the insurance company, I want to buy an insurance policy that insures me against longevity without having to give the insurance company uh, my funds to manage. Now, I know that that exists, it's, and it's, I think it's going to spread more and more, but that's what I would like to see. The longevity insurance isn't necessarily expensive, especially if you're buying it in later ages in life. Uh, what's expensive is adding all the guarantees and handing the money to the insurance company. So... There's a lot of room for taking the elements of annuity, separating them out, and selling those separately. You know, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And um, we talked about those uh, longevity annuities uh, a little while ago. We have a situation here in the States that we had to work around before we could get them uh, implemented into law, and that is the uh, uh, in a retirement account, when you turn 70 and a half, you have to start taking the um, – some income out of the account. One of the problems we had with those longevity annuities was trying to get Congress to exempt them from that 70 and a half rule because they are designed to turn income on even later in life. And I was fortunate enough, one of the insurance companies that I uh, work with, and this has been a couple, three years ago, I guess now, um, we went to Washington, D.C. to uh, tell the story, and we got to meet several different senators and congressmen and so forth. And, uh, and I have to say, from those efforts, uh, we, were, we were very successful. And recently, uh, just in the last, I think, year or so ago, they, uh, they implemented the, um, the QLACs, the longevity annuities, into our retirement, retirement planning system down, down here in the States. And I truly hope you get them in, in Canada. Thank you very much. We hope so too. But you're you're touching on you know the whole annuities field is just so fascinating. There's so many different aspects: the tax aspect, changing uh, expectations of how long we're going to live. You know, problems don't stay solved. No, they they really don't stay solved, and uh, things change all the time. I tell my clients, uh, you know, all of our planning software we have is all great stuff, but you know, the only it's got the one Achilles heel to it, and it's the it calculates everything in a straight line fashion, and their life is not straight line. Things change, and, you said it. And, and for yeah, for that reason, they you know we got to constantly stay on 
on top of what's going on so that they they don't run afoul of their you know their income plan that we've created for them. So let me go back to your book a little bit. You you said a moment ago that you've trademarked pen, pensionization. That's your word. Pensionized and pensionization, yeah. They're the property of Canix, uh, the annuity quote system. Very good. So now tell us then again what it's all about, what it is you're trying to convey to your reader and to the listening audience from that, that trademark term. So in one sentence, what it means to pensionize your nest egg is to take a fraction of those dollars that you've diligently saved over your working career and turn them into a personal pension that you can't outlive. Why do you think that's such a concept that it's hard for people to really wrap their minds around? Yeah, well, I think, you know, we don't catch up. Problems don't stay, stay solved, but sometimes I think that we hang on to solutions that worked in a different era. I don't know that people really appreciate the risk that, of longevity. You know, what does it mean to live to 105? How am I going to fund that? And even, you know, we're fooled by these very low inflation rates. We think, ah, cost of money isn't very much. I can survive over long times with this inflation at 1%. But even at these very low rates, if you live long enough, you're going to get your nest egg eaten away by the rising cost of things. And the book is an attempt to take those kinds of conceptual, you know, ideas about how your impact, how your income is impacted in retirement and bring them down to very understandable human terms so that you can pick up this book and in the course of an afternoon, read through it and say, you know what, I have a better understanding of these issues, and more importantly, I have a better understanding of where I fit in this scenario and what I want to do. You know, I could not agree with you more. I think you're right on target there, and, and I want to add to that. I, I think in my 27-plus-year career in this business, I think another reason why it's hard for people to wrap their money around your pensionization concept is because the industry I came from in Wall Street has done a very, very, very good job of creating this concept in people's mind that the markets uh, always go up, uh, they average 10% a year, and that uh, you know, they got to stay in the market if they want to be in the market. And, and what I think people don't really understand, and I've tried to convey this uh, in, in, my, in my talks and the radio show, is the risk called sequence of return risk. And pensionization, some of your uh, assets in your retirement plan can really offset uh, that sequence of return risk that we face in a, in a down market. How do you feel about that, Alexandra? Absolutely. I mean, that's the one risk that I didn't just mention in my last little spiel. But, uh, you know, mathematically, this is not complicated to understand, sequence of returns risk. So it's just the idea that you retire in a down market and start taking income out of the portfolio. You can permanently reduce the amount of income that portfolio will produce compared to same portfolio, same exact investments, but starting to withdraw in an up market. If you just joined us, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. And we've had Alexandra McQueen on today. She is the author of Pensionize Your Nest Egg, How to Use Product Allocation to Create Guaranteed Income for Life. 
Alexander and I have been talking about annuities and how to create that uh, that guaranteed income, how to make your own pension, because let's face it, folks, most of you who retire nowadays, you don't have that corporate pension like, say, your your parents did. It's, uh, it's so important uh, to be able to create something that's going to give you that guaranteed uh, lifestyle. Alexander, let me ask you this question. Would you ever buy an annuity? It's interesting. People ask me that, not surprisingly, all the time. You know, and I don't have any kind of defined benefit pension. When I look at my father. He's got defined benefit pensions from three different jobs. Uh, and so all of his money in the market is essentially for fun and for creating an estate and for doing what he wants because his guaranteed income is totally covered by defined benefit pensions that come out of his work years. Now, I'm not retiring to that kind of defined benefit pension. So, yes, I actually expect to put some annuity income into my own retirement income stream when the time comes. You know, people ask me that question all the time, and I, I take it, and I say, of course, and I even take it a step further, and I tell them, you know, I've actually created, you know, for, for me and my wife, a uh, specially designed life insurance policy that's designed to create tax-free income for us when we turn 70. It's going to grow up until that time and then, uh, and then and turn on the income stream. So, you know, I, I absolutely do believe in this stuff and, and practice what I preach. Yep, that's the, as I said before, that's the function of the book. We want to have people read it and get a, a grasp of where they are. And then take those ideas to someone like you who can really help them design a custom strategy. And one more time, if you want to get a copy of uh, Alexandra's book, all you have to do is uh, go on to Amazon, type in uh, the search word pensionization or pensionize, and uh, it should pop right up for you. What other That's things, right. Alexander, what other things in that book do you think is important to uh, let our listeners know about? Well, I think there's lots of, as I said earlier, like easy to understand anecdotes. I think personally the most important conversation for me is about longevity. And then the second most important conversation in the book is about the introduction to life annuities. What are these things? Why do they exist? Who can benefit from them? You take those two pieces and I think that you're much further ahead and for somebody who's just starting to think about retirement, then you would be if you hadn't read them. Well said. You know, another thing about um, retirement planning and the longevity piece of it is not only the annuity part of it, but we need to start thinking about the long-term care part of it as well. Now, I know that's not a topic that we, we, we're going to talk about today, but I think it's an important aspect that people need to start thinking about as well, because most of the time when I sit down with, with a new client, they, uh, they don't have long-term care insurance, and they don't have a plan if they have that need. Sure, this is, again, uh, part of the rationale for using product allocation and not putting everything into the annuity. You know, you need to think about, well, what are the risks I face? One of which is not only living a long life, but living a long life that requires some kind of long-term care. And how are you going to fund that? So if you put everything in the annuity, you have nothing to fund it. So let's leave some aside. This is this is a basic uh, a basic concept of product allocation. And the concept uh, that people have to try to wrap their mind around too is, you know, when they were younger, they had more of their assets on the growth side of things uh, because they were creating wealth at that time. That was the stage of life that they were in. When you retire, it's just the opposite. You're in the distribution phase of, of your life, and you have to think about 
rather than creating wealth and growing wealth, you need to think about how to create that, that income stream. Well, let me say this. Yeah. Go ahead, Alexandra. Oh, exactly what you said. Just underscoring it's about preserving. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I really thank you for coming on the show today. We've had a, a great conversation uh, here about, about annuities. I appreciate the work you're doing with uh, uh, Dr. Maleskivy and um, the book you wrote. Uh, I, I really, uh, if you're in, in near retirement, I would ask you to go out and, and go to Amazon and get their book, Pensionize Your Nest Egg. Maybe we'll do this one more time again in the near future. You're welcome. I would be delighted to join you again. Thank you so much. Thank you. And you've been listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. This is the Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, where it's all about the health, wealth, and freedom. You need to live life your way. Well, that was a great show with Alexandra McQueen. Uh, She truly is an expert on all things annuities, and, uh, you know, we uh, hopefully learned learned a lot today from, from her. You know, the biggest part of that concept is is trying to understand why it's so important to have some of your assets that are income, guaranteed income generating or have the potential down the road to, to, to generate that guaranteed income. You know, I think we're taught all of our working life, all of our investing life that, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta hit uh, the ball off the cover or the cover off the ball. And uh, that's just not, the case. You know, I tell most people that come in and meet with me, you know, you're used to working with a Wall Street advisor who, you know, wants to try to grow your wealth at double digit rates and you're taking risks to do that. And the fact of the matter is most people I see, and I like to use this baseball analogy, most people I see, their portfolios are set up to the point where they're standing over home plate, they got the bat in the hand, and they're swinging as hard as they can at every single pitch. Now, if you followed baseball, you played baseball any, you know that if you do that, you're going to strike out more than not. And typically, what we see is you don't have to go for double-digit returns. Most people will do fine if they can make 5%, 6% on average as long as they don't lose anything. In other words, all you need to do is hit a base hit and a double every once in a while, and you'll make it through life very, very well and maintain your retirement lifestyle. It's the losing of the assets. It's the losses. That's what changed people's lives for the worst, I might add. Listen, I want to remind everybody, July the 4th, we start our new time. That's going to be 2 o'clock on Saturdays as opposed to 3 o'clock. And uh, for the time being, that will be a permanent change until hopefully we can maybe move on up in, uh, in the time frame. The other thing I want to remind you to do, go to our website, thewealthguardians.com. We've got a lot of information on there that you can download and take a look at. If you're interested in Social Security, it's there for you. 
Uh, I tell everybody I'll be glad to do a free optimization report. All you have to do is call us up at 336-391-3409 and uh, make an appointment. Come in, bring in your Social Security information, and uh, we can tell you if, uh, if optimizing your Social Security makes any sense. And it does for most couples. Again, I have yet to find less than $50,000 for a couple extra over their lifetime. And I think, you know, that probably will help out a lot in those later years of life. The other thing is if you're a married couple and you've been both of you working in the workforce for the vast majority of your career, it's going to be a lot more than 50000 It's going to be in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. So take us up on that offer, 336-391-3409. And also, we're on Facebook. We've got the radio show on Facebook. Uh, go there. Like us. We've got some neat things that pop up there on Thursday. We have this segment called Throwback Thursdays where we bring up something from the past that might give you a little smile and a laugh and hopefully send you on a, on a positive start to, to your day. Well, I've got a couple of uh, not necessarily case studies, but they are a couple things that I tell my workshop group uh, when I meet with them. And uh, it, it's kind of to give you, I guess, a, a different kind of look at, at retirement lifestyle and how investing is different, how it changes. Let's say, for example, you have $100,000 in a retirement account, and you go interview a financial advisor, and that financial advisor says, hey, I got the perfect thing for you. This mutual fund has averaged 12% per year for 20 years. Now, wouldn't you, wouldn't you want that? I mean, everybody would want that, right? But let's, let's also examine this mutual fund a little bit further. There was a time during that period of time that one year that mutual fund lost 50% and then it gained 50%. So let's say you were unlucky enough to buy that mutual fund put your $100,000 in there just prior to the year it lost 50%. Now, remember, this mutual fund has averaged 12% average annual return per year, and that's what it says in the prospectus. You know, when you look at a mutual fund, it gives you the one-year, the three-year, the five-year, 10-year, 15, 20-year returns. You can see that, the average annual rate of return. And this one's 20-year rate of return was 12%. I mean, it's got your mouth watering for that. So you decide, yeah, I want me some of that. So I put, you put the $100,000 in that fund the year before it loses 50%. There you are at the end of the year. Your $100,000 is down to $50,000. But presto, the next year the fund goes up 50%. So in that two-year period of time, the average annual rate of return on that mutual fund is what? Zero, right? Exactly. And that's what it says when you look at the Morningstar reports or the prospectus. It says that to your period of time, it had a 0% rate of return. Let's look at your money now. Your $100,000 lost 50%. It's now $50,000. The next year, it gains 50%. Do you have your $100,000 back? You do not. Your account value is only worth $75,000. Now, why is that? Here's why. 
And this is why most people in the market never get the returns of the mutual fund. It's because the mutual fund is allowed to print its average annual rate of return. Your money gets the geometric mean rate of return. There's a big difference there. And it's it's leveraged or it's impacted even more in retirement when you have to take money out of the account. You know, when you were young and you were putting money in there every single uh, pay period and the market was going up and down and up and down, it didn't affect you that bad because you weren't taking money out. In fact, in a magical way, the dollar cost averaging approach helped you in the long run. But now let's take a look at, at two brothers. These two brothers retired back in 1972. These two brothers were twins. They were identical twins. They were both engineers. They went to work for different companies. Now, brother number one, he retired from a company, and he had Social Security, and he had a pension, and he had $100,000 in retirement account. That's brother number one. This is 1972. Brother number two had the same thing, except he didn't have a pension. So both brothers got together, and they invested their $100,000 in a retirement account, and they had a 50% stock and a 50% bond allocation. From 1972 to 1995, that particular allocation averaged 10.1% per year. Pretty good, huh? So brother number one, who had the pension, by 1995, his $100,000 had grown to $800,000. Now, brother number two, remember, brother number two, he does not have the pension. So brother number two has to take out about 5% every year from his retirement account to help in his retirement uh, needs. So... Brother number one, in 1995, his $100,000 has grown to 800000 Brother number two, what do you think his retirement account has grown to from $100,000? Well, I tell you, most good guesses say, well, if it averaged 10.1 and he's taken out about, you know, 5% every year, and we know brother number one has $800,000, so brother number two should probably have somewhere around $400,000. Now, that's logical, right? That makes sense. Well, guess what? Brother number two ran slap out of money somewhere in the 1980s. How could that possibly be? He was only taking 5% out. He'd averaged 10.1%. Well, we have to go back to the markets of the 1970s. In the 1970s, remember they retired in 1972. We had two 50% drawdowns in the market. Remember the Arab oil embargo back then? That market killed brother number two's retirement account. He was dead broke by the time 1995 rolled around. That's what I'm talking about, the sequence of returns risk. If you're in the zone to retire now, where is this market at? It's at all-time highs. Be careful out there. Next week, my guest is Tim Wood. I've talked about Tim and his cycles analyst 
uh, for a long time now. Tim is very, very bearish on this market. He has a lot of great, important things to get across. We're going to talk about the cycles, the setup. I've told you folks about the DNA markers that he's come up with. We'll talk about those DNA markers and where they are now. Hint, of the five, we have three in place. There's two more to go. Now, that could take a while, or it could happen almost overnight. So July the 4th, I've got Tim Wood. It's a new time, 2 p.m., so please tune in and listen to The Wealth Guardian Show. This is 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station, and this is The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray. 